Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dom's Daily Dose. This is the podcast that brings you into the mind of someone who battles schizoaffective disorder, what I deal with on a daily basis, the general chaos that goes on, and just ranting in between because I do live a normal life despite having this illness. So I didn't have a real topic for today. I wanted to talk about like how I constantly get sad in the nighttime and then I started thinking about work I was checking my screen, sorry. This podcast is going to be a lot of clicking. Click, click, click. So, I am thinking about work because it is really... Hmm, guess I'm experiencing symptoms because i seen something move outside and I cannot pinpoint exactly what it is like I'm seeing if it's a person or a critter and there's there's just nothing there's no nope okay I'm symptomatic is that the right word symptomy I'm symptomy I kind of say that when I'm on Facebook sometimes that I'm very, I feel symptomy or some variation. Anyway, let's not focus on what could be across the street while well, the alleyway. Thinking about work, um, I did, like, I didn't, I did not research because, like I said, there's going to be some podcasts that I just don't want to research. Because I just want to, like, ramble and rant. And that's totally fine. I have to... I am comfortable with that. I just don't want the audience to think that I'm not structured. Anywho. Let's... Let, can you shut up, Ben? I don't like you. Who aced you? Anyway. I I just looked up one thing when it comes to working and schizophrenia I just picked the first article that I seen to be honest it says it's from WebMD if anyone cares so the article is working with schizophrenia or schizoaffective what to tell the boss a tricky decision is when and how to let an employer know about this illness. It is a good question to ask your doctor. It depends on the individual and how well they have responded to medication, Jewel says. If symptoms have essentially disappeared, there's really no need to tell an employer. Some people who have a less than complete response to medication 
may well need to tell if active symptoms get in the way of work duties it may be a good idea to have a conversation with the boss about needs such as doctor appointment times actually I'm going to go back to that Fresco offers similar advice it's a good idea not to advertise or tell people if you don't have to Fresi says especially at the beginning of your career if you're older or nearing the end of your career Fresi encourages you to tell your coworkers more openness about schizophrenia will help reduce the stigma okay that's definitely true and i'm going to get to on uh, time if you have active symptoms or if you should tell your boss I guess this is going to be a structured podcast after all. I've had to tell one employer because my symptoms were like getting out of hand. I was working a night shift. It was um, 5 p.m. to like 2 in the morning. It was supposed to be 1 in the morning, but they never let me leave. But, you know, hours, woo, working. I won't, I won't get into that, because that's a whole different topic. Um, I had to tell them, because my symptoms were getting out of control. I was partially hospitalized because of this. I didn't feel the need to be hospitalized fully for it. I thought about it, and I was talking to a good friend about it, but I came to the decision to just do partial, and then as a partial, I dropped out of IOP. I was supposed to do IOP, which is Intensive Outpatient Program, to step down. So I'll go over this. First is hospitalization. That's the highest level. Then you step down to partial. Then you step down to IOP. And then you can do... There might be groups, but I don't know. So for me, the step down was individual therapy. So there might be groups that you can go to if you don't have uh, your individual therapist lined up yet. But these programs will definitely help you. So I had to tell the employer about it. And I guess I'll I'll just make the comment. Because it's bothering me. A lot of employment things bother me a lot. Um, I know people say it's a let go of things because you're past them, you know, it's not, you're not dealing with them anymore, so what's the point of continuing on? It was about a month or two after I graduated IOP, well, no, whoops, sorry, partial, that one of the managers 
constantly told me, now it's time to put on your big boy pants. What in the world does that supposed to mean? Put on your big boy pants. Yeah, because, you know, you don't have a major health, major mental health problem, and you have no idea what I'm dealing with, but let me just go in my closet and go pick them on, put them on, why not? So that was, like, really, really frustrating to deal with. I... This information needs to be put out because there are employers out there and managers, probably owners too, that are just completely oblivious. And they will tell you these things because they just think, you know, you got your treatment and you're good to go. You're back in action. But that's definitely not the case. And, um, I haven't needed to tell another employer, even though my first job in retail, I had to, well, I was almost always going out because of my mental health, but hold on. This is when I was um, diagnosed with just borderline personality disorder. I I just was ignoring everything else, like the psychotic features. I was just ignoring them, even though they were constantly there. So. I, I guess that, well, no, I shouldn't say I guess that. That is my fault. I was afraid to say anything because I didn't, I was scared to be hospitalized. Even though I did end up, you know, putting myself in a hospital while I was at that, that job. It was just scary. Like, I didn't want to admit that I was seeing things or hearing things or had a lot of delusions. And it, it, um, it made dealing with some coworkers really, really hard. I feel really bad now that I think back on it. And I always do think about it. Because of, you know, the sadness part of it. It always makes me want to, like, revisit the issue. And I wish that I can apologize to these co-workers. Because I didn't, like, I didn't know any better. I was just, like, this horrible human being who thought they were all out to get me and that they were trying to make my life harder and it was really hard for me to take accountability it's not like I didn't want to take accountability it was just that my brain does not know how to take accountability 
I can say that, and then I can, like, I, I don't know, I can separate when I am delusional and when I'm, like, not. I don't know if anyone else with my diagnosis can do that, but there are times that I can definitely, definitely tell if my, uh, weird brain was working. So, yeah, I really wish to apologize to those people. I thought about doing it constantly, but I, don't, I have no idea what I'm going to do. That has definitely... So, I okay, I bring up work because right now it's hard for me to find work. I can't find anything. I've looked, I've applied... Then, like, social media doesn't help because there are people that make statuses that are like, oh, I don't understand how someone can not work and be okay and blah, blah. Like, they make themselves to be better than. Even people without my diagnosis that are totally healthy and able... They just can't find work. Then when you factor in mental health, the brain just goes into this spiral like, okay, I'm the problem. Then with me, it will lead to some SI and some SH. It's kind of, like, hard to overcome. I don't really tell many people because... Well, I mean, I can tell my best friend, but... And my other best friend, too. So, two best friends. But it's, like... I'm trying to think how to put this. So if I were to tell an ordinary person, I just would not know, like, how to, like, put it in words without them thinking that I need to be hospitalized. That's what I'm trying to get at. If I tell a normal person how I'm feeling, they may think it's time to go to a hospital because you feel like you have all these suicidal thoughts, but... That's not the case, that's just my brain, and it's hard for me to, like, tell people that's my brain. I don't know, I I know when to get help. As weird as that sounds, like, I know my, like, real triggers are. Does that make sense? Real triggers? Wow, there's some things that I'm saying that make, whatever, just gonna roll with it. Um, so other retail jobs, it's hard for me to, to apply because we all know when you are in retail, you're asked to do anything and everything. And one of those tasks is Dealing with cash register. I know for a fact that I cannot do the cash register. 
And it's something that I know I can't do. It's not a situation where it's something I don't want to do. Because that's different. If I didn't want to do it, then, I, you know, I would definitely, like, tell. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do this. Then, you know, you would get fired because you're being insubordinate. The whole nine yards. But, yeah, that's the problem I'm having now with applying to retail jobs. Doing the cashiering. And it makes me reflect on that article piece that I just said. That little statement. When they tell your uh, bosses. Because I would have to tell my bosses that I can't do it. And I don't know how well received it would be. I don't want to go into another story time. But the last job I had... I told them this, I didn't tell them exactly what was going on. Because I'm, you know, I'm still trying to, like, figure things out. But I told them, since the unions were the same, I was like, you know, I can't do this because, like, I had some trouble in the past. And you can gladly call the union. They'll tell you all about it. Well, not, you know what I meant. Like, they're not going to tell my business because of HIPAA law. But, you know, they would tell this employer, oh, yeah, we know Dominic quite well. And he that's something he's not capable of actually doing. It was all fine. So I thought. The store director asked me twice in the span of like a month and then all of a sudden I'm like being brought in to the office it's my end of the shift and they're like oh yeah business is slow blah 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 lies 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 and I remember I said why don't you tell me the real reason you're firing, letting me go? Because I knew this was coming. There was like other things happening within this job. But like I, I knew they were like coming for me. Quote, quote, coming for me. And the store manager, store director, and his store manager was there too. He had his assistant. He's like, well... Not to say you're a negative person, but you're kind of a negative person, and that's someone we don't want on our team. And I got like a defensive. I was like, you know, I, I don't know what I said. I think I was at a loss for words. I was just like, oh, okay, great. I'm bringing this up because about, well, ever since I was let go after a couple, like, a month or two, like, I just kept hearing more things that, oh, no, 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 I called the union and told them what happened, and, you know, they checked in about it, and when they got back to me, they're like, 
uh, yeah, they told us you were being insubordinate. And I was like, hell. And, you know, they said that because I didn't want to do cashiering. Again, what I said earlier, I said I cannot do cashiering. I remember, I said this when I got hired, too. I was like, because uh, they asked me, they're like, is there anything that you don't want to do? And I was like, cashiering. And I explained why. I was like, you know what, it's just something I can't do. I don't want to get into it, but that's something I can't do. Is this going to be a problem? And they're like, no, not at all. No big deal. You're a-okay. So... Why am I hearing that I am being insubordinate for a task that I said I couldn't do? They can't do. I couldn't. Well, same thing, couldn't. If I said I don't want to do, that would be different. I couldn't do. Could not do. I told the store director twice that they, he can call the union. Because, you know, I got upset the first time he asked me. I was like, I was like you know, I told you that I can't. Anyway, the point is, it's very hard to now find a job in retail because, and this is what I tell my therapists all the time, it's something that I only know how to do. I only know how to work in a grocery store. Minus the year I worked at another place where I was partially hospitalized. Yeah. I don't know. know. It's just, I don't know where to turn. And that's all you know. What can you do? So it makes me really sad. Especially at night. Because I just don't know what to do. And it just like repeats, repeats, repeats. Keep thinking about stupid Facebook posts about like how like everyone is seemingly better than because they've been working the pandemic. And I was let go because of obviously not my fault. It just, the whole situation makes me feel horrible. I I just don't know what to do with myself. I really don't. If if any of you guys can relate, definitely like let me know. Cause sometimes I feel like I am like what crazy crazy. I just feel so limited of like what I can do. And I don't blame my mental health because of it. It just happens to get in the way. And, you know, there's another area where it gets in the way when I have to work overnight shifts. Overnight is not really well for me because of, you know... The negative voices in my head. I mean, not to say that the daytime is, like, great, but 
I don't know. I I just I don't want to go back to an overnight role because I feel way better that I'm not doing any overnight shifts at all. Like I feel way better. Uh, it's making me really sad to think about this, but. I just wanted people to know maybe people can like resonate as well. Again, I'm not blaming the diagnosis. It just happens to be when all you know is retail. What can you do? That fear is going to be in the back of your mind. Like if you can't like perform a task, it's like you have you're forced to discuss your mental health or if you don't want to, which is totally fine. You know, sometimes I don't want to because I have the, it's not their business. You risk getting let go and then you're back in this spot. So it's like, do you tell them to get it over with? And then, you know, jeopardize even starting because, you know, if you tell them in the interview, who knows if they'll, like, make an excuse up that they found someone better. Who knows? I'm just, like, thinking too much into it right now. I think this is it. I just wanted to, like, talk about it. I know it's a ramble, but it's a real issue for me. I just don't know what type of uh, job to turn to. And I just want to also point this out. Like, I do have my care team, so, like, my care team is trying to help as best as they can, and I'm trying as well. It's just hard. Especially, too, if you live at home and, like, you fear that your family members think you're just, like, not getting a job because you don't want to work. I mean... I don't know. I know we're in a pandemic, so that is like another reason places aren't hiring, of course. But just a lot on my mind. I'm gonna wrap it up though before I go on another half hour tangent. Again, this was a very unscripted type of podcast, but I just wanted to like get that out that, you know, looking for work is really hard for me. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to take accountability for everything and I'm trying to work with my care team because I need something to do with my time. The podcast definitely does help a lot. Because I'm like structured in a sense.
Alright, well, that's gonna do it for me. If you guys can relate, let me know. I will always have my link tree in the descriptions from now on, so you, if you want to reach out to me. If you have a topic you want me to talk about, I'll be glad to talk about it and give you my insight. Like I said, I could definitely go one longer and go on like different tangents, but I'll spare you guys. So yeah, reach out if you have anything in mind, and I will take into consideration. Alright, until the next one, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great night, depending on where you're listening from. And I will be sure to have a little bit more structured podcast for you next week. Or, yeah, probably next week. Um, I think I'm going to do daily, well, weekly podcasts. I don't have a, a schedule in mind yet, but maybe Tuesdays or Wednesdays. This is kind of like a bonus one if I put it up. Today is Friday, and I, th- I believe, before I let you guys go, one day ago, I put out a podcast. So that, uh, no, it was Wednesday. It wasn't Thursday. Right? No, it wasn't Thursday. All right. Anyway, I'm going to let you guys go. So, all right. That's it for me.